everyone and welcome back to Living Life in My 30s. My name's Zoe and today's episode is called One Year of Living Life and Turning 31. It's a celebration of having one year of living life in my 30s but also discussing what I've learned over the past year of being 30 and turning 31 and a reflection on emotions. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you do, then please do send some feedback to livinglifeinmy30s at gmail.com, but otherwise, just listen away. living life and one year in my 30s. I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you all to have listened, who have listened so far and to all those who've left amazing reviews and comments and just knowing that I've impacted someone or anyone in any sort of way or given people food for thought is really moving and it's empowering for me it's empowering for me to know that I can make that small difference and actually that's what this has all been about it's all been about how on paper I look so as an unmarried 31 year old woman but actually celebrating the success that I have but also we all have and actually throwing those standardizations outside of the window and going I'm doing really well and let's celebrate our success so yeah you've all really helped me celebrate my success and actually really help motivate me to help others and I hope that I can encourage you to do the same to others to share this podcast or not even my podcast to share thoughts ideas to educate people on what people say like in the baby pressure episode and any other thoughts that I've I've come up with so yeah just a big thank you to everyone out there first but as this sort of rundown the reason I wanted to do this episode is because it is one year I kind of wanted to do a little bit of a year reflection and yes I want to mention about the reviews and everything from people who've sent lovely messages but I can't reiterate to you how amazing they have been. I've had more followers, I've had people say, you know, this has really made a difference to my life. So knowing that it's made a difference to you means that it's made a difference to me as well. So thank you so, so, so much. So in terms of, you know, the year reflection for me and what I've done throughout this year, it's been a bit of a whirlwind and a bit of a roller coaster. And the nice thing I've been able to do is share a bit of an insight through the episodes, through what's going on. A lot of the topics I make are due to relevancies about what's going on around me, so not necessarily to do with me, but actually the people I'm surrounded by and the people I really care about. So as you can tell from the episodes going on, there is a huge amount of ups and downs and there's a lot to unpack. 
And actually, it's uh, it's been really fascinating for me to take that moment of reflection that I wouldn't normally. So I'm very grateful for that by doing this podcast. But looking at what's actually happened, so I actually today found out I'm very near completion on buying a house. And as you guys know, I've been wanting to do that for a long time. I've reiterated on every episode, I think. So I'm sorry, it'll be over soon. But actually, the reason I bring that up is because this time last year, it was such a far off distant hope. In a year, it's completely transformed. So from a year from trying, from being disheartened, from feeling like I wasn't going to be able to achieve this, from feeling static in my life because it felt like I wasn't going to be able to achieve some goals as a result of not getting a house. So to see that flip on its side, you know, flip completely to me actually completing on a house soon, hopefully, touch word, everyone touch word while you're listening to this, please, Um, actually knowing that in a year such a change can happen is an incredible thing to look upon, and it's really important for people to remember how life can change so quickly, life can change so dramatically in a short space of time, I'm actually reflecting on this in a year, but I put that offer in on a house about three months ago. So for me to be able to sit here and say this now, such a huge life-changing aspiration of mine, is a really amazing thing. So I'm very grateful for that, and one I really wanted to mention. Another thing that happened to me, and as you guys know, I started this podcast with a very first episode called Toxic Relationships. And the reason why I created this, why I created Living Life in My 30s, was because at the time I had a very weird breakup. I had a breakup where a guy just disappeared on me. And it wasn't just any guy. It wasn't someone I'd been texting for a few weeks this was my boyfriend, this was someone who had told me he loved me, this is someone I told I loved them, and they vanished. And I haven't spoken to them at all, Uh, so the whole year has gone, I've had no contact. And the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because in my life now, I feel very emotionally strong, very very at peace with what happened. As you may have heard previously, when I was in shock, it was a very incomprehensible situation to be in. And we have this thing about closure in relationships, about having closure and saying goodbye. And for me, this was the first time where I'd got to a position where I needed to find that closure myself. And it was a learning curve, because how do you create closure, how, you know, it's a very, some people say it's a bit of a a false thing that people have created, it's an idea that people have created, but how do you say goodbye to something that you've never had the chance to, and how do you become at peace with something that was so unsettling? 
And over the year, I've done a lot of work. I've done a lot of work on myself. So that includes mental, physical. Um, there have been little things that I've done to actually make myself come to peace with the situation. And whilst I wouldn't recommend it, uh, I've sent messages without wanting a reply, which ordinarily I would have never done. And I did because actually I found it helpful for me to just have my own peace knowing that I've said what I could say. And it's quite embarrassing to say that, I think, because, you know, sending messages to someone who's not responding comes across a little bit needy. However, for me, it gave me that peace of mind to say I've done everything that I need to do and now I can shut that door and move on. And so looking at the place where I was in previously, which was actually quite traumatised by a situation I couldn't comprehend, to now being in a situation where I'm very at peace, very content, I've got any closure in inverted commas in, in my mind, and I can shut the door and embrace the way things are now. So a year on has made a huge difference, and it's the old cliche, but time really does heal. Time really is the healer, and we need to remember that when we're going through something. And look at ourselves. I would really take this opportunity as an example of how to reflect on the progress you've made by actually taking a timestamp. It doesn't have to be a year, it could be six months, but looking at the progress you have made, whether it be mental, physical, to take stock of actually how far you've come. As I've mentioned multiple times, we put so much pressure on ourselves in order to be at a place at a certain time, mentally and physically, and it just doesn't help. But if we're able to monitor the progress, then actually I think that can help spur us on to quicken that progress, because we can really understand how far we've come. But yeah, so... Not only that, so I've looked on the emotional, I've looked on sort of physical with the buying a house, but there's loads of other things that I've been really proud of this year. And that's trying to lead a physical and um, a physically active lifestyle. Been really trying to work out a lot, build my fitness and eat healthy. I slip up a huge amount and I am your average person who likes to eat pizza. And I do, you know, drink too much and do things I shouldn't. So I'm still enjoying myself. But what I'm really proud of is being able to see the difference in my ability to stay focused on my body and my health. Which, again, looking at this time last year, was not as great. And I'd put on a lot of weight and I looked, ugh. And actually, someone said to me today at the gym, they said, your body shape has changed so much, which obviously was a positive thing, but it made me think about how different it was last year. But then, not just about me, so that that's a sort of re year reflection of me, but what about other people? So, I'm seeing my life, 
a huge part of my life and for other people will be friends and family. And whilst things seem to be going up in some areas, some successes, there are others who aren't experiencing those highs and actually are experiencing the inverse of the lows. And in my life, I because I am so close to those people, it's been a very much a roller coaster of taking on the emotions of others. Because as everything, as everything with life, there is always going to be someone who is sad at the time you are happy. And there is always, always going to be something that occurs when everything seems to be calm. Just always seems to be the way, right? As soon as everything seems to be going well, something rocks the boat. And so this year has been a lot. There's been a lot going on both in my life and the rest of my friends and family's life. But what I've taken from that and the year <laughs> the year reflection is that life is going on and people are getting stronger. And actually the year reflection of living life in my 30s is that we take those experiences to get better in ourselves and we are actually growing with every experience we have. So what do I want to take forward for next year? Well, I want to take all the amazing feedback I've had and really try and make this podcast pushed forward to really motivate people to celebrate themselves. I hope that I can encourage people to really go to their passions, celebrate their happiness in even in the small wins. And I hope that I can really make a difference to more people in my life. This is a huge project that I've had, a real creative project, and I wasn't sure whether people would really resonate with it, would really understand, or whether I was the only one going through this situation. And actually what's come to fruition is that so many people feel this way. So many people feel unheard by the successes and everything going on in their life and the fact that they feel downgraded because of the fact that they don't have what everyone else does. So let's keep sharing, let's keep talking about discussions that people don't have and hopefully next year I can touch more people with the help of you guys. The other thing really important which I did mention is that it's really important to me to protect myself mentally and physically and I've already mentioned you know the physical fitness side of things but mentally I was thinking about this and how I can keep on protecting myself when things aren't going so right. For example I've bought a house but I imagine at some point there will be stress of mortgage, there'll be stress of refurb. How can I keep myself afloat when things don't go go to plan, should we say? And well, I think there's things you can do to protect yourself in the instance. So like I mentioned on Why It's a Couple's World, is it's always having that backup plan, making sure that you're protected in any situation so if you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position like getting a mortgage 
and try and make sure that you can afford the repayments on a lower salary, say you were to lose your job. So from a practical standpoint, that's what I've been thinking about. But then the everyday stresses and things that happen, so, you know, if you have a relationship breakdown or a death in the family, how can you keep yourself sane, basically? How can how can you keep yourself afloat and manage your emotions? And for me, there's a lot of things, and it is about taking time out, taking time to yourself, and being able to have that moment of reflection, and actually not glossing over what's happened. So being able to talk to people and have that outlet, to be able to release those emotions, have that confidant and be able to actually start anew and think about what you're actually feeling in that time because a lot of people just gloss over things, carry on, try to power through when actually sometimes we need to talk about things and I'm definitely going to continue to use this as my creative outlet to talk about things. And as I mentioned on why some people don't talk about some things, you know, it doesn't have to be a podcast where you declare to the world what issues you're having in the year, which to some people will be like, I could never do that. And actually, sometimes I think I'm a bit mad for actually doing this. But if you have some kind of outlet, whether that be through other forms of creativity or whether it's through baking, something or other, it's better for you to actually take that moment of introspection and actually use that moment to let your emotions out. As long as you have an outlet, that's the most important thing. Then the other part of it was, I was thinking about it, and I have to say now, because of reading people's feedback and reviews and understanding what what this can do for people and also the other comments on what I can do to improve is I really want to implore that celebration element so celebrating my own success but also celebrating others we do get a habit of society where we don't want to celebrate other people's wins or we don't want to celebrate ourselves either because of jealousy or because we're embarrassed by what we've done in terms of we don't want to make a big deal out of it. And I totally get that. But actually, if we go, yes, I've done something really valuable, I think, what is the shame in sharing it? And actually, if you share and celebrate and people celebrate with you, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel better and really recognise what you've done. Don't understate the things that you have done because that just makes the problems that the society, the, the societal issues exacerbate. It makes us enhance those, you know, traditional societal norms that I'm trying to eradicate. It makes them seem more important when actually all our little individual successes should be celebrated. So let's celebrate our own, but also other people, so that we can really enhance this idea for others. So the next one is about 
being open-minded about the future and allowing opportunities and being more vulnerable to opportunities, being vulnerable generally, but also to opportunities that may present themselves. It's a little bit vague, I suppose, but in terms of the situation I find myself in, because I don't really know what my neighbours will be like, I don't know what job I may be in next year, I don't know, you know, whether I'll get married next year, but allowing myself that vulnerability and allowing myself to actually enjoy the moment is going to be really important to lead a fulfilling life. There's been a lot of resentment and defence based on the situations that I found myself in. And actually what I've learned is to let down the walls, slowly but surely, to allow the vulnerabilities, to allow for opportunities to happen and actually be able to relax into knowing that maybe this was all meant to happen in some sort of way or another, that everything will fall into place when it's meant to. And the only way you can do that is to be open and allow those opportunities to come through. And I would really encourage others to do the same. But to end this episode, and thank you so much for listening, is I just want to say that the main thing I have learned from this year is that myself and you guys are not alone. So whatever situation we are in, we can make the most out of it. And what can you expect from living life in my 30s? Well, a plethora of discussions. They will all involve what happens at that time, new discussions that you send through, and just celebrating and really pushing forward the ideology of us all being amazing, despite what we look on paper. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I would love you to join me next time. But please do send some feedback to livinglifeinmy30s at gmail.com. But otherwise, speak to you soon. Thank you.